Hey y'all, it's Brie Elise with another episode of Release with Brie Elise. I hope you all have been doing great. I've been praying for you all. I'm so thankful for you all. Thankful for my good sis Kay who texted me like, so when you gonna come out with another podcast sis? And I'm like, who accountability. Don't we all love it? Even if you don't love it, you have to be grateful for it. Um... So, anyway, let's get right into this podcast. I'm titling this one, Are You Listening? This is a question I have to ask myself continuously. Um, As in, am I listening to God? We scream, I don't know what to do. I just want to do what God wants me to do in my life and everything. But it's like, are you listening to him? Because he's been talking. And he'll talk when you're ready to listen to him as well. You know, because if somebody is talking to you or you're talking to someone rather and they're not listening, eventually you'll just stop talking. Or if they don't come to you, you cannot instruct them or help them because you don't know. Amen. Okay, so let's just think about that. Are we truly listening? I know for me. Growing up in the church and then getting to college and there was like, you know, a lot of people didn't grow up in the church or they strayed away and then they come back or whatever the case may be. And they're like on fire for God, like all the time. And they never come off that high. (laughs) They never come off that high, which is nothing wrong with that. But it would be like the jealousy monster would come up to me because they'll be they would say stuff like, you know what? God told me to move to like Alaska like really or God told me to get a job at Starbucks God told me to get a job at this place or to live in this city and it's like really how 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 did but it's like they're open to listening from God and we have to really really ask ourselves are we open to hearing from him are we open to listening to him so and the way to get to that level it's just Start small, you know, ask God what you should wear to work today or something, you know. Um, I remember so once I had that revelation, not soon, um, shortly after, because I remember talking to a young lady on the phone who is like that because and I love her dearly. But oh, my gosh, the jealousy monster would try to come up every time she said something like that. And I had to change my mentality to say because I had known her by this this happened last year. So by last year, I had known her for over, for roughly about five years. And that was a constant thing with her. Every time you talk to her, God told me to do this. God told me to do that. I think she's, um, so Bijou, I love you. I love your obedience to God. I love that you are just so on fire to God, for God. And you're just so obedient to him. And so he works everything out in her favor all the time. But she's just so ready to be at his feet and listen to him and not too long um after having that revelation with myself um like Brianna just be open to God and just listen in everything that you do listen I remember sitting there one day and it was like go buy a fish if y'all go to my blog releasewithrelease.com you will see this article where I say God sent me Gabriel I was going through a rough patch and he was like go buy a fish I live next door to a pet shop 
a plaza next door to my apartment complex has a pet shop. So I walked there and got a fish and, you know, then I got like an attachment to it, like quickly. At first I wasn't attached to it. Then I got attached to it. And it wasn't, I didn't even have it that long, but I was just really emotional based on what was going on in my life at the time, stressing over finances and everything else. So I got an attachment and then it was like, it was gone. But the same day the fish died, God provided for me in finances. And I think about the story in the Bible when they had to go get the, um, their tax money out the fish. And then also it reminds me of, um, not to get caught up in material things, you know, here on earth, like get caught up in what God. So even though God told me to get this, it was just a simple instruction um, and it, the symbolism of what goldfish mean and everything about abundance and everything. So that's what it was. Just a, a reminder not to, get, you know, as I had to remember, don't get attached. And that's also a problem because it's like, no, God, you told me to do this. And it's like, God is like, now I'm telling you to do this. Like, I told you to go here. I told you to go to this job. Now I'm telling you to leave this job. Okay. Like I need you to get your next assignment. And you have to look at it like when you're in grade school, you finish your assignment, y'all finish chapter one, now it's time for chapter two. You finish first grade, now it's time for second grade. If you don't complete first grade, the qualifications to complete first grade, you will not move on to second grade. And so I think sometimes we are like, oh my gosh, God, what am I going to do about this big project? And God is like, if you just do the first step. I can give you the next instructions and listen for what the next instructions are going to be, because it may not be the same from what the first step is. And that's okay. That does not mean it's not God. Okay. I had to get out of that too, because it's like, we we're like on an extreme, but there's a balance when it comes to God. Amen. So an example of this, to bring it home is Abraham and Isaac. God told Abraham to go sacrifice Isaac. Okay. So, but when it came down to it, when it got down to the ninth hour, got down to the nitty gritty, he was like, Abraham, stop. (laughs) Abraham looked over. Next thing you know, there was a ram. Okay. And it's like, for me, I was the type of person, and I'm still learning, still always growing, growing, excuse me, and evolving, where I'm like, well, God, you told me to do this. And it's really like, let it go, Brie. So it couldn't have been me. In the state I am now, the like I'm, like, I'm still learning in that. Because Isaac surely would have been sacrificed had it been me. Because I would have been like, no, that's just the devil trying to talk me out of that. But when you spend so much time with somebody, you will know their voice. So you have to be in constant communion, constant fellowship with God to know his voice, to know when his instructions change. You know what I'm saying? Like people who have two-story homes, in the, um, you can know who's walking down the steps, walking up and down the steps. And you don't even have to look. You just know if that's your mom, that's your dad. That's your sister. That's your brother. Because you're in communion with them. I could be in church and hear like my dad sneeze or cough and I know it's him. My mom's car keys. I could be in a room and if she picked up her keys, I'm like, "Mm, those are my mom's keys. They just had a distinct sound to them. But that's because I'm constantly in relationship with my mom and dad and my sisters. Amen. So we're in constant relationship, constant fellowship with God. Then you'll know his voice. If we're not... Isaac would be sacrificed in our life. Just think about it that way. Isaac would have been sacrificed. 
And sometimes when God is talking to us, we're looking for this big, booming, hoorah voice. And it's not that in the instructions we want, for whatever reason, we want it to be so difficult. We don't want life to be difficult, but then the instructions, we don't accept the simple things from God. And so I think about Elisha, the prophet. And in those times, the those were like the middlemen, you know, between somebody and God. That's how they viewed them uh, back in the day, because God would give them the instructions or whatever. And, and so if you go to 2 Kings chapter 5, um, verses 1 through what, 19, there's this story of Naaman. Um, who is this commander in the army for the king of Syria. And he has leprosy. He's great. God has blessed him. Um, just the only issue we see thus far or in this story is he has leprosy. So a skin disease, a skin condition, basically. And this servant girl that they had told him, well, mentioned that her master, her master being named, should go to... Um, should go to the prophet, see the prophet, and he would be healed of leprosy. He would heal him of leprosy. So basically they go to see Elisha. Elisha sends instructions to for Naaman to dip himself seven times, I believe it was, seven times into the Jordan River. Now, one thing about the Jordan River is I remember growing up and somebody saying in, in those historic times, in biblical times, it was dirty. And... I haven't seen anything about that specific that, that specific era, but if you look up the Jordan River now and its cleanliness, there is a pollution issue that has been going on for some time. And based on Naaman's response where he was like, are not the Abana, the part, the far part and the rivers of Damascus better than all the waters of Israel? So, because he was questioning like, why do I have to go in the Jordan River? So I think, you know, it was dirty um, to um, not up to his standards. But his servant said, if he had told you to do something great, you would do it. Just simply do what he says. Dip yourself in the river seven times. And that's what he did. And he was healed of his leprosy. And I think we do that to this day where it's either not up to our liking what the instructions is. Because Naaman was like, do I really have to go in the Jordan River? Like, mm-mm. Because he was like... <laughs> Elisha sent instructions. So Naaman was like, before he even went on the rant about the rivers, he was like, indeed, I said to myself, he will surely come out to me and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God and wave his hand over the place and heal the leprosy. And it's just like, all you got to do is just dip yourself in the river seven times. And so for me, that also, when he said, oh, Surely he would come out to me, wave his name and call on the hand of the Lord. That's me. I be hiding behind prayer. A lot of us hide behind prayer sometimes. I'm just one. I want what God wants in my life. I'm just waiting. God has already given you instruction, y'all. He has already given you the instruction. Go out there and do it. And pay attention. Pay attention to what he's saying to you. Just be so in tune with him. I think about the... In the pursuit of happiness, when the son was telling the story about the man who was like drowning and three boats came out to ask, ask him if he needed help. And each time he said, God will save me. And he was like, when he got to heaven, he was like, God, why didn't you save me? And he was like, I sent you three boats, dummy. 
it's like I imagine God sometimes looking at me like Brianna, I already I already told you what to do. If you just listen, like follow my instructions, you will be okay. And so, and even going back to Abraham and Isaac, we see that because Isaac did ask Abraham, you know, basically like, where, where's the meat? We got the wood and everything, but where's the meat? And Abraham said, God will uh, supply it. And he did. But had Abraham not been listening to God, not been in fellowship with him, he wouldn't have heard him when he said, stop. He would have been so stuck on the first instruction of going to sacrifice Isaac and not even remembering that you told Isaac, God will provide. So, and God did, he looked over and there it is. And that's just how so simple it can be sometimes. So sometimes when you get that unctioning to go to the store, just listen to God. There may be somebody there and that would be your segue to a a new career path, a new client for you. Um, Those needing money for school, scholarship money, somebody may, you know, you just never know networking it could be something simple as going to the gas station going to the grocery store i mean you just listen or how god can appreciate even the delays in life sometimes you know that we have would appreciate them all the time because you just never know what god is keeping you from like be very in tune with him because he can advance you and he can protect you as well so I read this story about this guy was in a coffee shop and the coffee shop was short staffed and the barista was saying, sir, I'm, you know, we're short staffed. A lot of people called out today. I'm getting to your order as fast as I can. And you're trying to be as as efficient and everything because he had like several orders or whatever. And he had several orders because he had a meeting and he's like, I have a very important meeting in tower one. Okay. This is September 11, 2001. The delay at the coffee shop allowed him to be late just enough to miss the planes hitting the buildings. Isn't God good even when we feel like we have a setback? He is so good. So listen to that. So when I get in traffic sometimes, (laughs) I'm like, sometimes I miss the mark. You know, I'm like, oh my gosh. But then I'm like, you know what, God? I'm so thankful. By the way, that man did come back to the barista a week later and apologize and was so grateful. Um, Even though the delay really wasn't her fault. The delay was just the fact that they were short staffed, but he did come back and apologize and everything and brought his wife and his daughter to see her. So be grateful for the delays. I know for me, I have a heavy foot when driving. And so if I get behind somebody slow, sometimes I'm like, okay, God, you either keeping me from an accident or law enforcement and sure enough there's troopers like just hanging out and i'm like whoo okay because your girl would have got an automatic court appearance not just a ticket but an automatic court appearance as fast as i was going so i'm like okay thank you jesus and i shared this with people um basically like my small group for church and a young lady shared a story about how she travels home a lot and her drive is like seven, eight hours because she's going from Tallahassee to Miami, you know, that give or take or how fast somebody drives. And, you know, you have a, when you travel something so often, you have your stops in your head. Like I'll stop here to get something to eat. I'll stop here to use the restroom. And you kind of, 
I know I do that when I travel. Um, even when I used to travel back and forth between Tallahassee and South Carolina, it's like, okay, well, when we get to this city, we'll stop and eat, stop and use the restroom. Um, so you kind of time your intake in, like, I'm not going to drink too much water before I get on the road or, you know, whatever the case may be. And this young lady had to go to the restroom. And usually, usually she doesn't stop, or at least where she was, she doesn't stop there. And she was like, well, the rest stop is two more miles or whatever, but I can't really hold it. Should I hold it or whatever the case may be? She decided to pull on the side of the road. She was on the phone with her mom. And as she's on the phone with her mom and using the restroom, because, you know, safety reasons, amen. Um, she tells her mom, I have to call you back. And she says she had to call her back. You know why? Because she's seen a car flip in the air. And so it may have seemed like an inconvenience to have to go to the bathroom, especially when you take a route so much and you know where you want to stop. Okay. And then especially when it's like, Lord, I can't even, can you at least let me hold it till I get to the rest stop? And it's like, no, go to the bathroom now. And we think those things are coincidence, but God is in everything and he is everywhere. And so sis had to call 911. Because that's why she told her mom to call you back. Because she's seen a car flip in the air and she was able to call the police and everything. And it's like, whether that could have been her flipping in the air or if she kept going and the car flipped in the air, who would be on the road to see that? You know? And that person could have just been stuck for so long. It's He's in everything and everywhere. I cannot stress that enough, you all. So I want to go back to my original question. Are you listening to him? You are seeking God on how he can use you to help others today. You are seeking him on, Lord, how is this situation going to get handled? Lord, I really want this new job. And it's like, girl, go to the grocery store and do this. I have a cousin that received a job at this nice company because she was literally at the bus stop and somebody pulled the person, <laughs> somebody working for the company for whatever reason, stopped and asked her do you want a job doing such and such? She's like, I don't know how. And they were like, don't worry about it. We'll train you. And I don't know why she, my cousin was at the bus stop that day. This was some, this was years ago. I probably was either a baby or not even thought about it yet. But just think about it where she probably had something to do. And was like, oh, I could put it off till tomorrow. But she went ahead and went to the bus stop that day. And that person driving the car, it could have been a different route they took that day. And then not only that, answered the unctioning to, you know what, let me just stop and ask that person. You know what I'm saying? So everything doesn't have to be so orthodox like we tried to make it be. God does the impossible and can use anything, anyone to for the advancement of his kingdom and to bless his children. So are you listening to God? Are you truly listening to him? Take some time. Take at least 15 minutes in the morning and 15 minutes at night. Just to sit there and fellowship with him. Just be thankful in his presence, you know, and don't ignore those unctionings. You know, don't don't always ignore those unctionings. Go to that, go to the store. Don't put stuff on, put stuff on hold. Um, there's somebody out there that God has set in place to bless you, and there's somebody out there God has put in place for y'all to bless, um, for you to bless them. 
So if you looking for what to do, how can I achieve this? How is this situation going to be handled? Or what do you want me to do today? Listen to him. And even what seems small, listen to him. Because that small situation, there's a reason, you know, when they say faith the size of the mustard seed. You see how small a mustard seed is, but how big that tree grows? It's the same situation. Listen to him. If he tells you to take a different way to work today, do that. He tells you to go to a store you don't usually go to, do that. He tells you to reach out to somebody you usually don't talk to, do that. He tells you to pray for someone, a situation that you usually don't pray for, or you never even thought of praying about, do that. Just listen to him. He tells you to move somewhere, do that. Always listen to him. Listen to him so you can get your assignments. We want to continuously graduate to the next level. So if we start in that, we're faithful in the small and listening to him. There's so much more he can tell us. There's so much more we can learn. There's so many more ways we can help advance his kingdom. There's so many ways we can allow God to get the glory if we just simply listen. So I thank you all for listening and I hope this has blessed y'all. Remember to relax, relate, release. Until next time, lovelies, be blessed.